You are listening to the Carmel versus Notre Dame Doms game. John Halloran, my color analyst, and we're going to be broadcasting the game for you tonight at 7 o'clock. Hello, everyone. It's a beautiful evening here in Mundelein. Really excited to watch these two teams uh, go after each other in uh, East Suburban Catholic Conference action. So... How has the Notre Dame Dams been doing throughout the season, John? They're uh, they're five two and one right now. Carmel is five three and one, so I'm expecting a good matchup. Um, you know, I, I, traditionally Carmel has the edge in this in this game in this right. rivalry, um, but uh, Notre Dame's have, having a good year this year, and they seem to have kind of turned things around a little bit. They they had a really tight loss to Loyola Academy. Um, Previously, and Loyola is a great team, so I'm expecting this to be a good match. Carmel has had a little bit of trouble finding the net in, in some recent games, so I think that's something to watch for. Um, and uh, it, it should be a good physical, competitive game. I agree. I remember the times I've watched the game, it's always been a pretty equally matched game, and usually time tells with scoring and how things go. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited too to see how uh, Coach Krawczak has, has brought out uh, is bringing out a three four three tonight, a very aggressive uh, formation which can produce a lot of goals, but uh, can also produce some dicey moments defensively. So I'm I'm interested to see how that works out, and uh, I'm interested to see how how Notre Dame lines up and what their strategy is here taking on Carmel. Yes, um, didn't Carmel win? fourth place in state last year as well they took third uh you cheated and won um but yeah they they had a very good year uh last year it was it was a it was a great year for carmel overall uh you are listening to the all-star catholic high school game of the week on wsfi antioch 88.5 fm catholic radio we're here in mundelein uh waiting for kickoff uh, about a minute away from the anthem and and lineup announcements and uh notre dame taking on the carmel corsairs so for carmel who do you think would be the most the greatest contributor to their goal scoring well austin aaron had uh had 28 goals last year he was a, a big part of their wow. run run down state um He's, he's not quite as hot this year, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, sometimes when they play on turf, too, uh, he can struggle keeping the ball on his foot, so I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how he does. Uh, I saw him play last week over at Gray's Lake, and uh, they also played that game on turf, and, and he had a number of opportunities that he couldn't quite convert. So, you know, if they can get him on track, they're going to have, have a really dangerous offense. Okay. Now we're sweat. Uh, Austin's also a baseball player here at Carmel and a competitive two-sport athlete. So now we're getting ready to uh, huddle and do the national anthem in about 10 minutes. Yeah, the uh, looks like Carmel's about to pray before their game, and then hopefully we'll have the lineup announcements for you. There's the buzzer. It's a gorgeous night here. You really couldn't ask for anything better in terms of soccer weather. It's nice and cool. Uh, should get a lot of fast action. And this is a uh, beautiful turf that they just installed here at Carmel uh, a little bit over a year ago. 
And the captains are meeting now at midfield. Carmel's lining up on the baseline, getting ready to approach center circle. Get ready for that national anthem and maybe a prayer. Looks like due to technical difficulties, they're not going to introduce the starting lineups. They're only going to do the anthem. So we are waiting on that. Refs are getting everybody situated and anytime. Both teams are on the baseline. Really looking forward to uh, watching Austin Nauer in net for the Corsairs tonight. He uh, he was fantastic in the game I watched last week. He was a big part of their part of their team last year, um, and uh, he should have plenty of work to do with that three back. I think uh, Notre Dame can find some space in there and create some opportunities. But uh, I think he'll be up to the task. Isn't he a sophomore? He is an underclassman. I'd have to check my roster here. He is a junior this oh, year. He was junior. a sophomore when they made their run downstate uh, last year. They do have a, a senior-dominated back line in front of him, though. Uh, Chris Gala at one of the outside backs. Um, Brett Clough on the other side. Brett's a junior. And then they have Travis Curley, who's a senior, playing that center back position. They visually look like a very strong team. Yeah, I would I would definitely expect a physical contest. Every time you play you play Notre Dame, you know you're going to be in for a battle. Sorry to interrupt here. We have Ziegler Nissan of Gurney is proud to sponsor this all-star Catholic high school game of the week. If you are looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ziegler Nissan of Gurney at Grand Avenue and Route 45 is here to help. We're easy to find and just started construction on our new state-of-the-art facility coming soon. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney at Grand Avenue and 45 or online at ZieglerNissanOfGurney.com. Now it's time for kickoff. 
The refs are calling the other team in. Hi, we're back. My name is Abriana, and I'm going to be your play-by-play host here with John Halloran as our color analyst. And we are going to be broadcasting the Carmel versus Notre Dame game here tonight. Only a few seconds from kickoff here and what should be an exciting ESCC matchup. Uh, I know that Notre Dame already has one conference game under the belt, picking up a win over Marion Catholic. This is the first ESCC matchup for the Corsairs. Carmel's had a busy week. They're playing in the Pepsi Showdown. They played last Thursday. They played Saturday. Uh, They played last night after tonight's game. They will also play on Thursday and Friday. If you can believe that. That's That's a very uh, hectic week. Yeah, that's uh, six games in eight days. Wow. Which uh, is is pretty difficult, you know. And we're getting ready for kickoff in this soccer matchup between the Carmel Corsairs and the Notre Dame Dons. Both teams are lined up. And we're just waiting on the signal from the official. Notre Dame with the kickoff. Carmel getting ready for a defense that'll pull through for tonight. And it looks like Notre Dame is lined up in a very standard 4-4-2. Four in the back, four across the midfield, and two up top. Carmel is lined up, as we already mentioned, in that 3-4-3. Three across the back, four in the midfield, and three up top. So you should have a pretty steady midfield to have some trouble in there. Well, the nice part about what Carmel's doing is they'll have a triangle in the middle, which uh, should give them an advantage in possession. Um, The disadvantage, of course, is having only three in the back, which sometimes can expose you to counterattacks. Yes, that transition is a beast when it comes to soccer play. And Austin Aaron from Carmel working to win the ball just outside the box, but he's dispossessed. Carmel is heading from left to right, and the Dons are heading from right to left. Dons are wearing green, and Carmel is wearing white. Reed Wilson pushed off the ball with an indirect kick at the top of the 20, or a little bit less than the 20. This should be a good opportunity for Carmel. If they can float this in, get a couple of runners in the box, maybe get a head on it, knock it down. And we're only one minute into the game, so this would be a perfect way to start out the match with the Corsairs. Yes. Got Reed Wilson with the service. Oh, beautiful oh, service. Almost. In. By Chris Gala, just right over the net. Very good opportunity for Carmel early on. Even with that, the defense was kind of slacking on Notre Dame's part. Yeah, it looked like they missed winning that first ball and then just didn't track their runners after that. Marking is key in the game of soccer. My marking is very important. Carmel's playing three up top with Reed Wilson out on the left, Rob Rao in the middle, and Austin Aaron out on the right. I would expect Rob to drop just a little bit into the midfield to receive the ball and create the transitions tonight. Go kick deep in the midfield. Have Austin Aaron with the pass to... Robert Rao, and Notre Dame passes it back right up the field. Got Notre Dame with possession right in the mid. Swishing sides. 
and Carmel back with possession of the ball with Austin Aaron making the run deep in the field, getting pushed by Notre Dame defender, and he saves the ball. Coming back up with the service, hopefully. Serves the ball, it's knocked out. In for a corner. Yeah, Austin oh. went in a corner there, and really nice job on Luke Johnson stepping up into the midfield and winning that ball and starting that, that combination. Correction. It's actually a goal kick called off by the ref. I think they might have missed that one. I think so, too. <laughs> goal kick by Notre Dame. And we're at 0-0, two minutes into the action. And a win by Devin Colo with Austin always getting that ball. Notre Dame with possession. Gets it up on the wide part of the field. And Brett Klo committing the foul there. It's pretty deep for a foul in the midsection. Maybe it's me. Yeah, they might they might knock that in, but uh, it's going to be hard for them to create anything off of this. It's going to take something pretty special. Hey, special is all we need. Carmel marking up near the top of the 18, ready to defend this kick. And get a service in the box. Keeper, Tossin. Austin Nauer had a nice save there, distributed to Rob Rao. And Nathan Passarelli gives it away. Keeper coming up strong for Notre Dame, coming up off the line to hold possession of that ball. See what he does with it. And he punts it right in the middle of the field to give this team possession. What a great punt. Yeah, somebody from Carmel really needed a challenge there. They didn't even they didn't even they didn't contest that at all. Well, they have possession back for the ball now. Get a pass from the mid, Devin Cole. And wide to Nathan Passarelli. Oh. And oh, that's a good yeah, run. Yeah, nice little flick there. Didn't didn't quite connect, but uh, really good idea there. Almost five minutes into the first half, still 0-0. Looking good so far. Pretty evenly matched, I see. And just the way that they're possessing the ball. Maybe Carmel's doing a little bit better with trying to create opportunities, but um, so far I'm seeing an equal game. Got Notre Dame deep on their side of the field, trying to hold possession of the ball, and they lose it to Carmel. Reed Wilson with some really nice defensive work oh, there. Oh, and a score by... Robert Rao? Yeah, Rob Rao took that. Uh, Austin Aaron served it in, found Rao unmarked on that back post. Again, Reed Wilson with some really great defensive effort to help set that goal up. It was great. Five minutes into the game, already have a goal score. You couldn't ask for a better start for Carmel. This is what they call a five-minute moment in soccer, those first five minutes of a half, the last five minutes of a half, and the five minutes before or after, uh, or after any goal. Uh, those are the time moments that teams tend to let down a little bit or maybe not quite be prepared to play, and Carmel was certainly ready to jump on that chance, and, and Notre Dame got caught being a little slack in their marking there. Like I said before, marking is key. Notre Dame pushing the ball up to the side. Hopefully to keep possession. They lose possession by Carmel. In for a toss. Correction. Throw in. Gala with a bad giveaway there in the back. But it looks like they got away with it. Force a throw in. And it looks like Notre Dame's got a long throw based on where their runners are starting to line up here. I think we're going to see a toss into the uh, six. Let's hope he's got a good throw. 
And there it is. Deep throw in the box. And the ref calls it for a foul on Carmel. No, that had to be a, that was a foul against. Must have been a foul throw. Yeah, Luke uh, Luke Johnson's running over to take the throw, so he must have maybe lifted his foot on that one. Carmel passing it back up to mid and back to Reed Wilson. And it switches through Reed as oh. well, and a great through pass to Robert Rao. And he's called for the foul. Rob did a nice job setting that whole play up, though. His his hold-up pass uh, initially started that attack, and, uh, of course, he finished it by committing the foul there as well. That just happens to be an extra oomph to add on to his game. <laughs> Josh Greshick did a nice job on that play as well for Carmel. And a kick for Notre Dame. Run the 10-yard mark. That was a, a little, a little yeah, sloppy on that the That was kick a pretty there. poor kick there. Uh, didn't didn't gain much territory, and it looks like Carmel's going to win this right back. By Reed Wilson on the left side. And Brett Klogel coming across the field to take this throw, so I guess we're going to see a long throw on Carmel's part now. These turf fields really make it a little bit easier to uh, to play that game. If you've got somebody who can throw the ball in the six, you can create a dangerous opportunity, almost like a corner kick, uh, off your throws. I agree. Let's see what could come from this throw-in. Brett coming in strong with the throw right in the middle of the box. Oh, just wide by Robert Rao again. Yeah, that's two chances Carmel had that uh, on these set pieces that they both put them over the net. They got to get those on target. You don't want to waste those chances. Chances, chances are missed, cost a game, but still Carmel is still up 1-0 in the 32nd minute. We're now three minutes after that initial goal by Carmel. We haven't seen much of a response from Notre Dame yet. Very very passive when it comes to their gameplay, what I'm seeing. Maybe they're trying to create a little bit more of a tactical approach to this game, more than a direct approach, which is where they might fall short. Carmel with possession by Josh Gretchik in the middle, keeping possession. Oh, and Devin Cole loses possession of the ball in the mid with Notre Dame. There to break up an attack. Rob Rao fouled again. Carmel will have a free kick around midfield. Oh, and a ball deep into play. Let's see if Carmel can create a chance from this. Notre Dame uses good defense. And they're up the field. Notre Dame carrying in the midfield and playing it up deep in Carmel's offensive area. Or defensive area, excuse me. That wasn't a bad ball by Notre Dame, but a little bit too much pace, especially on turf. On grass, you'll see that ball slow down in the corner, and they might have been able to run onto it. But on these turf surfaces, if you don't play the ball with a lot of texture or a perfect angle, perfect pace on the pass, it's just going to run out of bounds on you. Yeah. Does Notre Dame have a grass field? 
I believe they now have a turf field. Um, I haven't been there in a few years, but I do believe in, in the last year that I was there, they did have a turf facility at that point. I don't know how often they practice on it because of the football team, I'm sure, and Notre in Notre Dame coming in the middle of the field, and it is pushed out by Carmel by Travis. A very nice combination by Rob Rowe to find Austin Aaron, and Reed Wilson Good is service. wide open in the middle. And he's coming Oh, just wide by... That ball eventually fell to Luke, Luke Johnson, who missed it. I didn't see if he missed it wide or high. I think it was high and wide. <laughs> well, that's not great. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's still a good start. Carmel up one nothing. ten minutes into the first half. Join WSFI 88.5 FM for the healing... For the Healing the Whole Person Conference on October 28th and 29th at Marytown, Libertyville, Illinois. The conference will feature Kyle Clement, a 15-year-old veteran trainer of Catholic Priest Exorcist, who will help us to understand the Satanic Calendar, our Blessed Mother's role as protector, and help us identify our spiritual vulnerabilities. Father Bob Sears will focus on healing of unwanted generational tendencies, and Father Jim Curtin will address the topic of deliverance. If you register by October 1st, the conference is only $100. For more information or to register for the conference, visit wsficatholicradio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. We just saw some early subs by Carmel. Um, J.J. Paulson has come into the match on the right wing. Uh, Michael Alamu has, has come in at Center forward, it looks like, and on the far side of the field, it looks like Henry Barnes has come in on that left uh, striker position. And it's just a kickball game now with Carmel. Yeah, they need to get that ball back on the deck and, and stick with their possession game. Carmel switching back the field to the far side. Maybe they can create a play out of the back. They're finding Devin Cole in those spaces. Um, if they just keep recycling the ball, eventually they're going to find that gap. Yeah, maybe they should try a switch. Maybe that might help, but hey, who knows? Travis Curley passing it up to Brett Clough and holding possession on the 40-yard line. Loses possession, but Travis Curley somehow managed to keep that possession. Oh, ball Playing the, the ball deep in the 18-yard line. Notre Dame won the first ball there, but Henry Barnes picked up the second ball, and right away, Carmel's back on the attack. Thirteen minutes into the first half, Carmel winning 1-0. Ooh, a little push on the back of Michael Alamu there in the box. And is that Devin Cole with a service? But he's Michael. Michael Alamu uh, just scored again to double Carmel's lead. There was a little push on the box. Uh, Michael went down, but they did not call foul. Carmel kept playing and created a chance right away off of that opportunity. And uh, credit to Michael, who popped right up and got back into the box to finish that playoff for Carmel. Yet again, Notre Dame is not marking in the 18-yard box. Yeah, their their defense has not been great, um, and, and their energy level seems to be a little bit off. Uh, you would expect a little more out of them, especially in the first 15 minutes of the game. I agree. 
Well, that was a pretty tremendous shot by Notre Dame off the kickoff there, forcing Kyle Maurer into a, not an easy save. He managed to save it. He did. He post. kept it out, but but that was pretty remarkable off the kickoff. That was, and he bumped into the post as well, trying to save that. Carmel wide and deep into the defensive area of Notre Dame. It's a big ball by Brett Clough, and uh, Austin Aaron ran onto it, was able to force Notre Dame to put it out of play, and so now Carmel's got another long throw opportunity um, just outside the 18. Let's see if Notre Dame can actually mark and hold the 18 line for to have to keep it a 2-0 lead. Brett with a great throw in the 18. Ooh. And Ooh. just off the top of Michael Alamu's head and out of bounds for a goal kick. That's a real weapon they have there. And uh, I noticed Coach Krawczak is, is positioning Devin Cole right there in the middle of the goal, making the uh, keeper think about it, putting an extra defender in there, just kind of creating a little bit of chaos, which is always nice if you're on the attack. I know you know as a goalkeeper that uh, having those players around you bumping and, and fighting for the ball doesn't make life easy. Yeah, it makes life a lot more difficult than usual. It is the 25th minute, and Carmel is up 2 nothing. Notre Dame with the ball deep into Carmel's defensive area and manages to keep possession at the 40-yard line. Dribbling, dribbling, Notre Dame, and with the shot, and the goalkeeper picks it up. Yeah, Aiden... Uh... Picaro was able to kind of skirt in between Brett Clough and, and Travis Curley there and found enough room to get a shot off. Uh, thankfully, it was uh, for, for Carmel. It was right at Kyle Nauer. And number 10 of Notre Dame trying to push the ball up, trying to make some plays here. And Brett Close able to shepherd that ball out of bounds and pick up the goal kick for Carmel. And it looks like four subs coming on for Carmel. Uh, Reed Wilson coming back. Rob Rao coming back. Austin Aaron going off. Luke Johnson going off. Travis Curley going off. So there was a defensive substitute in there as well. Have a goal kick. Carmel. Looks like Carmel Matt. keeps possession. That fixes into the game as well at center back right now. Carmel, what I've noticed, has such a deep bench with lots and lots of talent on their team. No matter who comes off the bench, some not somehow, they do just do great things for the team. Yeah, I talked to Coach Krawczak earlier today, and uh, he talked about how he uses six substitutes on a regular on a regular basis. That means they're going 17 deep on their roster, which isn't bad. It also looks like Eli Larson has checked in for Carmel. He's in the left back spot. So Coach Krawczak subbed two of his back line, two out of his three defenders there. And again, we're we're only 17 minutes into the first half. Carmel does hold a 2-0 lead, but um, so it's a bit it's a bit of a risky strategy when you sub two thirds of your back line this early in the match. He, he, I'm sure he has a lot of confidence in those players. I'm sure he does. And out for a Carmel throw in. 
deep down line pass. And Reed, Reed Wilson loses possession at the top of the 18. Oh, gains possession back with a good fight in the middle. Yeah, Henry Barnes with some great effort there to win that ball back. Notre Dame pushing it up the field. Brett trying to do some karate moves to save the ball. And nice. his team recovers the ball for him. Yeah, that was a really nice play by Matt Fix on the recovery. To clean that up for Carmel. Also noteworthy, Rob Rob's playing a little bit deeper now. Uh, when he came back on, Michael Allen who stayed up at that center forward spot, and Rob is now playing one of those defensive uh, midfielder positions or maybe more of a number eight, a box-to-box role, but certainly deeper than he was uh, in the first uh, 15 minutes of play. 18 minutes into the action, and Carmel leads Notre Dame 2-0. to zero. Got a shot by... Henry Barnes, picked up by the goalkeeper from Notre Dame. Punt goes 50-yard mark. Nice little win there by Michael Alamu. Dribbles Michael. through a couple of defenders. Still dribbling. Probably dribbled around three defenders. And Reed Wilson carrying it wide to hopefully get a service by... Whew. By J.J. Paulson. And uh, Nathan Passarelli almost got onto the end of that one, but put the final chance wide. I noticed watching the other day when I was watching them play Grays Lake that Alamu, um, he, he has this ability to, to dribble through three or four guys. Um, sometimes it doesn't look the prettiest. He looks like he's half off balance, but he keeps that ball on his foot uh, very well. And he's such a tall target. And he... He's great. He looks strong physically, and the way that he's able to use that ball with his, to his advantage is even better. Very nice ball by Rob Rao. Passarelli puts the service into the side netting. Yeah, it's interesting with Alamu. You know, a lot of times you see a player that's that tall, you don't necessarily expect them to be the most technical player uh, with their feet, but uh, he definitely has some skill. He does. Carmel with possession in the back. Brett Clough. Trying to switch the field, passing it back to the goalkeeper for Carmel, and he plays it up. Settled by Devlin Cole. And Devin Cole gives away possession. What I've noticed is Carmel does a lot of double teaming when Notre Dame gets deep into their field. Yeah, and they're actually doing it all over the field. Their uh, their three four three is basically designed to play high pressure all across the field. And it's as you were mentioning earlier about Carmel having such depth, it it really pays off to have that kind of depth if you're going to pressure because you're really asking your players to do a lot of running. This was a system that was really made famous by the University of North Carolina uh, on their way to winning 20-plus national championships uh, in women's soccer. They, uh, uh, their legendary coach, Anson Dorrance, is the one who uh, basically created this system or certainly at least uh, used it to the effectiveness uh, that, uh, that we're used to. And Notre Dame with the win from the foul ball. Karma with possession. 
And Eli Larson just cleared that one off a Notre Dame defender. So Carmel has another throw, but another big switch. Um, four or five different players coming in here. It's hard to keep track of them all. Wasn't that like two minutes and he's already subbing? Yeah, he's he's subbing quite frequently. I, you know, again, not to belabor this, but when you look at their schedule the last week, it's just really brutal. Grays Lake last Thursday, Manuka uh, on Saturday, they played Plainfield North yesterday. They've got this conference game against Notre Dame tonight. They play Crystal Lake South tomorrow and uh, and Stevenson on Friday. So um, that that's a tight schedule. Very. That's very hectic. We have Carmel with the corner on the far side of the left field. I think that's Reed Wilson taking it. Right in the middle of the 18. And Notre Dame trying to clear, but Carmel still holds possession right at the top of the 18 mark. Notre Dame clears it up. Right about now, the goalkeeper should be telling his teammates to push up. The goalkeeper comes out, and the Ooh. goalkeeper is fouled. It looked like uh, Brett Clough ran him over there. Didn't uh, didn't seem to make much of a play at the ball there, and uh, seems like he's about to get a talking to by the referee. Interesting fact. Brett Clough does play football. Maybe it's carrying over. We are 22 minutes into the first half, and Carmel leads 2-0. to zero. Life changes. So does your need for life insurance? People buy houses, have more children, get married, change jobs, go into business. Life insurance isn't a one-time purchase, and Catholic Financial Life will be there for you every step of the way. Why not look at life insurance from an organization with the same Catholic values that you have? Call Matt Tomlinson, an advisor with Catholic Financial Life. Call 847 548 Matt, that's 847-548-6288. And Notre Dame just had their first real chance. Uh, the ball getting thrown into the back post, and it looked like Luke Johnson let his runner go. Um, thankfully for Carmel, that uh, runner did not connect on the ball. But in the resulting play, Notre Dame did win a corner kick. little short for Notre Dame corner kick, and somehow they managed to get a shot off, but the goalkeeper for Carmel does pick it up. Easy pickup. And Carmel's goalkeeper with a little shaky punt there. Yeah, really line drive that one. Gave it right back to Notre Dame, and Notre Dame on the edge of Carmel's box in the attack. Carmel manages to pull Notre Dame off the ball, and they're up with the transition. But they lose possession, and now it's a Notre Dame throw-in. Yeah, it looks like uh, Josh uh, Greziak had a, had a poor touch there. Greshik, sorry, and gave that one right back. Uh, Notre Dame, with numbers in the midfield, loses possession. Devin Cole with a possession loss, and Notre Dame back at it again with the attack. It looks like uh, Eric Johansson has entered the match for Carmel as well. Again, uh, as we talked about, Coach Krawczak going very deep into his bench. Nice flick by 
by Josh Gretchich, I think. And a little bit of a fight down on Notre, Notre Dame side, close to the 18. I think it was Reed Wilson in number 22 fighting over the ball. I shouldn't say fighting, getting rough. Carmel does have a free kick now right on the edge of the box. And, and the, the nice part about balls like this for Carmel is that you can serve that ball, bend it in right on the goalkeeper. Um, and, and Notre Dame's not even holding a line even with the ball. And one unmarked in the middle of the field. Yeah, the goalkeeper that, comes out. That was a very a poor score. setup by Notre Dame. Very bad. You at least want to hold the line of the ball to give your goalkeeper some space to work. And they allowed Carmel Runner to come completely into the six there and create utter havoc. Notre Dame was deep in Carmel's defensive area, but they managed to scoop it back up and hold possession. Brett Klo dribbling up from the back. We now have 14 minutes left in the first half. Carmel uh, over Notre Dame, 2-0. to zero. Passarelli with the with the throw-in. Does he have a throw-in? He has a throw-in. It's interesting enough. Uh, uh, Chris Gala is now acting as the ball boy on the near side of the field. Uh, I don't know if if he picked up an injury. He did start this game. Um, I think I think before prior he was injured. I think he did hurt his ankle. Um, with a deep thrown by Brett Klo and possession. Carmel. Oh. At the top of the box, Reed Wilson with a shot and a step. Good step by Notre Dame. Notre Dame manages to save it. Yeah, Andres uh, Barron the there had a nice play blocking that shot. Carmel with a corner kick. 13 minutes left in the first half. Carmel Corsairs 2, Notre Dame Dons 0. And I think this is Reed Wilson again with the kick. You have Austin Aaron deep in the 18-yard box. Oh, so close. Good marking by Notre Dame this time. Reed Wilson manages to get the ball back and maybe get another service. And no marking by Notre Dame. Carmel still has possession. And just over the crossbar was John Grisick? Greshick. 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 Yeah, but you're right. Notre Dame is not doing a good job marking on these plays. They're leaving players open at the top of the 18 on multiple occasions. They've allowed runners to come in and get clear looks on the net. They need to do a better job defensively. Notre Dame with the goal kick. Carmel wins the 50-50 ball in the air. But Notre Dame loses possession by a... Nobody was on the same page on that part in the middle of the field. And again, Carmel is being very liberal with their subs here. Oh, we're seeing a lot of changes coming in and out of the game. I think their last substitution was around the 18-minute mark. Travis Crowley has come back into the match at center back. He's playing with Brett Klo on his right. And Eli Larson on his left. As we mentioned, Chris Gala is out of the game, and he's wearing a penny, so I would not expect him to come back into the match. 
Brecklow with the possession in the back with a long ball up to the forward position. Notre Dame still trying to fight, and they gain possession. Double team yet again by Karma Catholic. Notre Dame with the throw in. It's a long ball. And a player down by Notre Dame. He was going up against Travis Curley. And interestingly enough, Carmel does not have either of its original center midfielders in the game right now. Um, they are playing with Eric Johansson, and Rob Rao is the holding midfielder. Rob actually started the game at center forward. Do you like the idea of supporting of supporting of our local Catholic high schools and their sports programs? Consider supporting these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the games, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Contact us at info at WSF. SFIRadio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. And Carmel just had a chance to counterattack there. The ball went up top to Austin Aaron, but he was unable to find Reed Wilson streaking down the right side all alone. And it looks like Devin Cole has slid back into the holding midfield role this time with Michael Alamo. So again, Coach Krawczak being very liberal with those substitutions and even switching the positions quite a bit here. Notre Dame with a goal kick. And Carmel with a win in the midfield. Notre Dame manages to keep possession and gives it away to Carmel. Luke Johnson on the left wing again where he started the match. And Rob Rao has pushed back up into that center forward position with Nathan Passarelli on the right. And Brett trying to get a foot on the ball, but gives it away to have Notre Dame with a corner. Not a corner, excuse me, with a throw in. Michael Alamu. Keeping the ball. Ooh, Austin with a great fight. He's powering through all these Notre Dame players. Yeah, that was some great effort from Austin there. Not only does he win the ball, but then he splits two defenders, uh, gets all the way uh, to the end line, essentially, before having the ball poked away. You know, I haven't watched him for the last two years. His his acceleration is incredible. The, that was a great acceleration. The just pro- blew right past him. The problem he creates for defense is um, I'm certainly glad I don't have to coach against him because uh, <laughs> I'm not sh- quite sure how you, how you contain a player like that. Carmel with a throw in. And a foul. It looks like uh, Emmett O'Malley fouled Aaron in the back there, and Carmel have a free kick just outside the corner of the 18. 
Seven minutes left in the first half. Carmel Corsairs two, Notre Dame Dons zero. Be really nice for Carmel that they could pick up that third goal before the half. Uh, and if you're Notre Dame, of course, you you, you want to try to get one back here. And Rao with the throw in, and Michael Allen just wide, or I should say, high of the crossbar. It's a nice serve by Rob, but again, as you've pointed out on multiple occasions, Notre Dame doing a very poor job of staying in front of their runners. Not sure if that'd be an easy fix or a long day of practice. Notre Dame carrying up the field. And number 11 for Notre Dame dribbles out of bounds to give it Carmel throw-in. Pass really with a deep throw. Pushed back by Notre Dame and pushed right back in by Pazarelli. Michael Alamu with the settle. You can see the frustration coming out on Notre Dame now. You know, Nick Feeney just gave the ball away there with a poor touch and, and clearly frustrated with himself. A few minutes ago, he was frustrated with one of his teammates. Um, you know, they, they've got to focus that energy right now. Michael Allen Mew on the top of the box. And that's an easy, easy, no, I shouldn't say easy. That was a very difficult ball for the goalkeeper to scoop up. Dame trying to figure out their defense right now, just dribbling in the back of the 18th, well, on the back of their defensive line. One of the advantages of the system is that you get those those three forwards working together, you get those wings coming up, and then Carmel's able to push up a lot because of how much they're dominating possession. And you know, you're asking Notre Dame's back four to pick up five runners at times, and their midfield isn't coming back to help enough. It's creating all sorts of matchup problems. And the goalkeeper coming out to gain possession for the ball of the ball for Carmel and Carmel trying to dribble it up from the back and then bad giveaway by Devin Cole there by Devin Cole we're now in those last five minutes so again this is one of those five minute moments where uh, both teams really need to make sure that they're focused um, you get near the end of the half sometimes teams start to, to get unfocused or let down a little bit you know, if you're Carmel, you have that 2-0 lead. Maybe you're figuring you're just going to roll into halftime. You don't want to give up a goal. And, uh, you know, if you're Notre Dame, you, same thing. You need to stay focused in these last five minutes. Notre Dame with the, the direct kick. And it's scooped up by Carmel and headed away. Yeah, that really wasn't a very good kick. You you want to at least beat that first marker with your kick, and he and, and Notre Dame clearly did not do that in that occasion. I think that's Reed Wilson down by the twenty yard mark. Trying to power through it. It looks like he'll be stepping off. They didn't. Uh, it doesn't even look like they're making a substitution. It looks like he just stepped off the field. Not really sure what just happened, but it, the uh, it looks like the center official stopped time. Um, I'm not really sure if it was for the injury or not because Reed had had walked off the field um, without the trainer coming out, and then uh, the referee waved on subs. So it looks like both Notre Dame and Carmel made a made a change there. Brett dribbling up, passes it up to Passarelli. 
And a good ball, good switch. Oh, and a ball headed by Robert Rao. And Notre Dame saves it right off the line. That player just came right up and pushed it out. That was a, a fantastic play, both by Passarelli and Henry Barnes there. Passarelli seeing uh, a three-level pass, essentially. He had he had Aaron and Alamu on those first and second runs, but he instead went all the way across the field to find Henry Barnes on that back post. And Henry, very brave there with the keeper coming out, headed the ball. It was going in. It was. Um, and a defender recovered and just cleared it maybe a foot off the line. That was crazy. That was a great save offline. Yeah, great defensive effort by Notre Dame there. It's nice to see them showing a little bit of pride here. Carmel with the corner. And Notre Dame trying to figure out their defense. Yeah, again, a loose ball on a corner kick there. They need to do a better job of clearing those balls. That's one of those things, too. It doesn't take talent. It just takes effort and concentration. You have to know your job. You have to stay with your man. You have to show a little bit of personal pride there. With two minutes left, uh, Carmel, two, Notre Dame, zero. Notre Dame with the ball on their back, passing it back to the goalkeeper. Really struggling to connect passes, Notre Dame. Wow. I, I'm just, I don't know what to say. Notre Dame carrying the ball gives away possession yet again. Those five minutes are very vital. Ooh. Austin Aaron just wide of the net. Yeah, Rob Rob with a nice little ball in behind there. Aaron, he scuffed it. You could tell he hit that with the inside of his foot because that ball, the way that ball spun off his foot, you could just, you could just tell it. he hit it wrong. Notre Dame with the goal kick. Now I got a minute and a half left before the halftime break. I'm sure the Notre Dame coach would love to get in at this point 2-0 and, and try to fire up his team and make some adjustments. What they really need to do is figure out their defense and how to one-time that ball out of the box as soon as possible. Well, you can even see their shape defensively is not strong. Um, I, you know, I don't know if they have some new players in here or have, have had injuries or had to make adjustments, but it, their coordination communication has not been strong. And the goalkeeper for Carmel with a good scoop. It looks like uh, Aiden Picaro launched one from distance there. We're now under a minute to play. 50 seconds left on the clock. Travis Curley plays it up to Rob Rao, who finds Austin Aaron in. Yet again, his acceleration is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. He just beat two players down the end line and finds uh, Rao in the, in the middle. But again, Rob Rao uh, could not finish that opportunity, which is too bad because what a fantastic play by Aaron there. Uh, less than 30 seconds. Seven and seconds left. Yeah, it looks, looks like this one's going to go into the half uh, at 2-0. Carmel uh, has the early lead. And there's halftime for Carmel Catholic versus Notre Dame. One example of false sense of security, how about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life? 
The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tom and Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life as he invites you to share your hopes and dreams with him. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call Matt at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and service not available in all states. Now we're going to take a break, and we're going to head it back to the study, back to the studio. Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic Radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. and. It's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Hello, I'm Joe Scheidler, host of Pro-Life Today on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. It's a half-hour conversation with leaders in the pro-life movement committed to protecting the most vulnerable among us. That's every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Or listen anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. That's Pro-Life Today, every Monday at 3.30 p.m. only on WSFI Catholic Radio. Hello, WSFI listeners. You are listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. And today we're here at Carmel Catholic High School in Mundelein, Illinois. And I, Mark Curran, am here with Brian Stith, who is the Director of Admissions at Carmel Catholic High School. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Mark. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Brian, I want to ask you the most logical question, and that is, why would a family... Think about sending their son or their daughter to Carmel Catholic High School. That's a great question. I really appreciate it. A family would think about sending their son or daughter to Carmel Catholic High School because it's a great community to be a part of. The school environment is phenomenal. Students and families really feel a part of something much larger than than just a school. It's not a school that you go to because you live in a certain area. It's a values-based community. People are very intentional about sending their student here because they know that the homes that the students' classmates would be coming from are very similar in the way they value different things and, and the morals in the household they find that are common among all of our Carmel households. Brian, I'm a Catholic high school, Chicago Catholic high school graduate, as are many of the listeners out there. And there's a lot of options for high schools. Obviously, we pay a lot in property taxes. 
But as a parent of one that's already gone through Carmel Catholic High School and one that's there right now, I could tell you that it is just a fantastic decision that my wife and I made in sending our kids here because it incorporates the very best in academics, but even more importantly, as a parent of children that wants to raise them in the faith, Carmel does a wonderful job as to that. Can you speak to that? So being a Carmel alumni myself, I can talk about the Carmel student experience and kind of what, what I left Carmel when when I left in 2001, the responsibility I was charged with. And the beautiful thing about Carmel is that we have a great academic reputation, but the best part of Carmel is that we don't just expect our students to work hard every day and become the best and brightest that they can be. We expect that and more. We expect them to carry an awareness of the needs of their community. We require our students not just to be great learners and leaders, but we send them into the community and we ask that they complete 40 hours, a minimum of 40 hours of Christian service to become aware of the needs of the local community and realize that no matter how busy they are in their daily lives, that they have the ability to serve and make a difference. So when they graduate Carmel, we hope that they've adopted a servant's heart and carry this mission, this responsibility into their college life and into their family life and beyond. And you speak of that servant's heart. And for those of us that go to a Carmel football game, we notice how essentially the entire student body gathers around in the end zone and they begin in prayer. And they pray for the other team. They, They give thanks to the Lord that nobody was injured. Where else does that happen in high school football? Nowhere that I'm aware of. Prayer is an important part. It's a critical part of the school day. Communication with God on a regular basis is is invaluable in this day and age. And the fact that we're asking our high school students to connect in that way throughout the school day, just not at athletic events or programs like that, but at the start of every school day, at the end of every school day, and at the beginning of every class, we, we have conversation through prayer with God. My two boys that have been through the Kairos experience claim that that was the greatest experience of their life. And the impact, and you see it in an age where children may not treat each other right, the love that they all have for each other, that there's no potential for a bullying concept. Instead, it's just a Christ-like love of which they approach each other. Kairos is an amazing experience. It's an opportunity. It's a retreat that we offer at Carmel, and it allows students an opportunity to reflect, to think about their direction in life, prioritize, look at their relationships, and adjust where they need to. Relationships with God, family, friends, and it's a really great way to get them set up for success in college. Brian, as a parent, I appreciate the sacrifice that you make by being here and all the people at Carmel make because you've made it affordable. And for those that it may not be affordable, there's financial aid available, and you offer bus services and everything else. So that's something that that really taking the mission the crisis charged us with in, in going out and, and evangelizing in all circles. You've done it wonderfully. Thank you. Yeah, we don't want there to be any obstacles for students and families to provide their children with a Catholic education here in Lake County. We offer $1.2 million in aid, and we do have subsidized bus transportation available throughout the county. So it's something we're very proud to offer families. Any last words to the potential Carmel student out there or parent of that student? Come here. Come to our campus. Experience our great family here that we have to offer to you, and it's a family that I'd love you to join. Visit www.carmelhs.org for more information. We have admissions events going on all year long, so we hope to see you there. Brian, thank you. Bless you. Bless the Carmel family, and we bless our listeners.
Don high school matchup here. It is 2-0 heading into the second half. We are uh, about one minute from kickoff in the second half. Uh, Carmel has looked very good in the first half. They've had uh, a lot of possession, a lot of chances. Notre Dame's defense has looked chaotic at best. Um, Really struggled to mark runners in the box. Really struggled to defend their set pieces. Um, How did you see the first half action, Ariana? Um, there was a lot of great stuff. Notre Dame had a save off the line. Carmel had two great goals scored. Carmel was constantly making runs and making creating opportunities to benefit their score and benefit their season. And overall, it was just great for Carmel. But Notre Dame, like you said before, their defense was just falling short. They weren't marking. Um, they just let crazy, you know, unrealistic balls go in through the 18 and it was it's just the score represents how they were playing so that's i'll leave it at that yeah you know we you know traditionally this is a matchup that favors carmel um but but as we talked about in the first half a lot of this is just it, it looks like a lack of pride right now from notre dame they're just not they're just not staying focused and, and you know it's not it doesn't require a great deal of skill to stay with your runner on a set piece but uh they're not they're not doing that Carmel trying to push the ball up real quick, less than a minute into the half, second half. And the goalkeeper punts the ball deep. Notre Dame just can't hold possession of the ball. Carmel dribbling through the mid with Reed Wilson. And Eli Larson did start at that left back spot in the second half, so Chris Gala has not come back into the game. I, I think he's just plagued by injuries right now. I feel like that's what it is because he has a ankle brace on right now. And Notre Dame trying to push the ball up. Carmel trying to hold possession. And they let the ball roll out just to have an easy throw in. Carmel. Got Reed Wilson up on the left wing for Carmel. Rob Rao at the center forward and Austin Aaron over on the right. Uh, Luke Johnson on that left mid spot with Josh Greshik and Devin Cole as the center mids. And Carmel's ball for the throw in. Notre Dame manages to push it back up the field towards Carmel's defense. But yet again, Notre Dame is just giving up possession. And we have uh, Nathan Passarelli out on that right wing. Didn't get to that. Goal kick for Notre Dame. Carmel with a win in the mid. Carmel pushing it up to Notre Dame's defense. That was a good step by Brett Clough, but he's got to do better with that pass. Uh, he really made Austin chase that down. And looks like Austin committed the foul. Notre Dame trying to push the ball back up the field, but yet another giveaway. They really have to stop these unforced errors. They're not doing themselves any favors. Yeah, I think what they're really trying to do is just outdo what they can. So they're trying to add, like, extra tricks and flicks, but it's game of soccer. 
stick to the classics. Another set piece opportunity here in Carmel. And the goalkeeper punches it out. And just barely holds on to the ball. Punts it back up to the midfielder. Carmel wins possession. And it's Carmel's ball. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch, 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. You know, unless uh, unless there's a strike of lightning, it just does not look like uh, Notre Dame is able to create anything here. It's uh, it's hard to see how they're going to work their way back into this game. Carmel certainly doesn't have an insurmountable lead, but uh, Notre Dame just is not producing chances. Carmel with a goal kick. And Carmel playing short out of the back here. Oh... And gives it away. Carmel's ball for the throw-in. Excuse me, Notre Dame for the throw-in. And Carmel marking up here. Again, we're expecting a long throw. Deep in the 18. And Notre Dame with a little bit of a half chance there, but uh, Austin Nower comes out, snatches it up. Five minutes into the second half, Carmel Corsairs two, Notre Dame Dons zero. Carmel moving from right to left in this half, wearing white. Notre Dame from left to right, wearing green. And it looked like Brett Clough has won a foul. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's correct. And Carmel has a free kick just inside Notre Dame's half. They'll look to serve this ball in. And Carmel will either look to knock it down or try to put something on goal. It's going to be hard to put anything on goal from this distance, though. But with the ball deep in the 18. And the goalkeeper comes out off the line. And missed it. And missed it. Uh, loose ball opportunity there from Carmel, but not able to finish the chance. Notre Dame trying to create something on transition. Transition. Carmel goalkeeper scoops it up. Notre Dame just does not look comfortable on. They just they they they're not knocking it around to feet. They're playing everything long and straight, which is running either out of bounds or right to Carmel's goalkeeper. play by Josh Greshik there, but then he loses possession, and Notre Dame gives it right back. Good ball by Robert Rao. Yep, just couldn't find Luke Johnson there. Almost got there, but uh, Carmel earns the throw anyway, deep in Notre Dame's end, and they are bringing 
Brett Klo over for the long throw again. So uh, Coach Krawczak is looking to push for that third goal here. He wants to put this thing to bed. Again, Carmel does play tomorrow. Uh, Crystal Lake South, this, that game is at Carmel. So if you're listening and you want to come watch Carmel play again, they're playing tomorrow here at 4.30. That game will be on our beautiful grass field on the south side of our campus. Really one of the best grass fields in the state of Illinois. Well, it looks like there was a little pushing in the box there. Carmel still prepping for this throw-in. Brett with the long throw. And the keeper comes out with a great snag. Yeah, very, very nice play there by Notre Dame's goalkeeper. But it, he tosses it and gives it away to Carmel. Luke Johnson battling to win the ball back. And Carmel already back on the attack again. Switching it to the right side of the field. Carmel with possession. Travis Curley trying to push the ball up and just doesn't work out. So Notre Dame is trying to keep possession, but yet again loses. Two touches gives it right back. They're going to need to be able, you have to be able to connect at least two passes on the attack to generate any sort of attack, and, and they just they can't do it right now. I don't know. I mean, they're playing with a lot of heart, but it's just not coming together. They just aren't playing as a team right now. They're, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. They're not connected at all. You know, it's uh, maybe there'll be a moment of individual brilliance that Notre Dame can can pull and, and to get one of these goals back or maybe something on a set piece, but uh, it's going to have to come out of nowhere because they are just not generating chances. Reed Wilson carrying the ball on the left side and gets it kicked out for a corner. Battling uh, with Andres Barron of Notre Dame. Uh, Barron got the better of him there. Uh, he was able to, to win the tackle there. He, uh, he did give Carmel a throw, but uh, he, he kept the danger away, and, and Reed was battling there. A, a corner kick for Carmel, not a throw. This is where Notre Dame has struggled tonight. Reed Wilson with a kick just above the six-yard six box. It was a beautiful in-swinger. Uh, Carmel not able to direct the ball on frame. Notre Dame pushing it back up to Carmel's defense. And Notre Dame pushes it through the mid. Well, this is what they've been looking for. They, And then they give it right back. Travis Curley with the win there. Notre Dame picking up possession around the 40-yard uh, mark. He, and again, he tries a no-look pass, and he gives it right back to Carmel. They just need to play simple. They just need to connect two or three passes. They're not playing simple at all, and that's where they're falling short at. Andres Barron again involved in the action, uh, playing away Carmel service into the box, but he does give up another corner kick. So Carmel uh, again earning a chance to serve the ball into Notre Dame's box and... Uh, uh, as we've mentioned several times, Notre Dame's marking on these corners has been suspect. So um, this should be another dangerous chance for Carmel. Reed Wilson with the service. Just above a six-yard box. Is the keeper going to come out for that? And snags it just just off the line. Trying to push the ball up really quick. Goalkeeper punts it, makes it to the 50-yard mark. Well, Notre Dame is keeping possession so yeah, far. They they connected a pass there on the transition. Uh, they connected the first pass. They did not connect the second pass. Um, and it looked like Eli Larson came across again. 
to uh, knock the ball out of play. So Carmel has given up a throw here. And it does once again look like Notre Dame is lining up for a long throw. And this might be one of the ways that they can get back into the game. Let's see what they do with it. In the box, Notre Dame with the, with the shot, but it's blocked by Carmel player. And, and yet that was one of the best opportunities they've created. So that, that might be the way that they can get back into this game um, because it, it doesn't look like it's going to come in the run of play. Maybe they can win a throw-in deep in Carmel's end, uh, make the most of it, maybe get lucky, a uh, loose ball opportunity. And the great thing about it was they just played simple soccer. Nothing too fancy, just simple soccer. Carmel with the throw-in. And Carmel wins a free kick. I'm not really sure. Maybe that was a handball. The ball did bounce up, but uh, unclear, at least us, what happened. I, I think it was a high kick. That's okay. maybe because Michael Alamu did have his leg okay. pass. I'm not sure if it's a, is it b- above the waist. Or it, it actually depends. Um, and, and most people think that that's a high kick. It's actually called a dangerous play. And it, oh, but dangerous uh, play. most Excuse referees me. will call that if there's a player in the vicinity. On September 24th, WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, the Institute on Religious Life and Lake County Right to Life invites you to the Lake County Catholic Breakfast. Render unto Caesar. The event will begin with Holy Mass celebrated by His Excellency George Rassus, Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of Chicago at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Round Lake, Illinois. At 8 a.m., followed by breakfast at Banquet, Route 60 featuring keynote speaker Father Brian Malundi on the church's teaching on forming one's conscience in the light of November election. Cost is $25 per person or $250 for a table of 10. To register, visit wsficatholicradio.org and click on News and Events. That's wsficatholicradio.org or call 847-223-7022. That's 847-223-7022. 13 minutes into the second half, 27 minutes remaining. Carmel Corsairs 2, Notre Dame Dons 0. And this is... uh, the soccer match between the Carmel Corsairs and the Notre Dame Dons. Notre Dame with the throw-in. Carmel keeping possession from that throw-in. And Notre Dame pushing it back to Carmel's defense. Yeah, it looked like Josh Greshik with the giveaway there. And uh, Travis Curley almost broke up the play but gave it right back. Notre Dame with a long-distance shot that Austin Nauer is able to hold on to. Carmel has to be careful about not getting a little bit too lackadaisical here. They uh, they have not been creating as many chances here in the second half, and Notre Dame hasn't created much of themselves, but but it's a much more even game than it was in the first half. I agree. Notre Dame's trying to connect more pay- passes, and we'll see. Time will tell. Andrew Kegel with some great effort there to try to win the ball, but uh, is guilty of committing the foul. So Notre Dame has the ball once again, a free kick just inside of their own half. And Brett Clough puts away the immediate danger. Michael Alamu trying to fight off a Notre Dame player to keep it. Yeah, a little pushing again. Nick Feeney um, 
pushing Michael uh, a couple of steps off the field there. So, again, I, I think maybe they're feeling a little bit of frustration at this point. I agree. And they're starting to rush. That foul around the 50-yard mark line is was even a little rushed. There's plenty of time left. They can get back into this game. Um, but they do need to, as you mentioned, they need to calm down a little bit. They need to just connect one or two passes, you know, uh, start to work down the field and uh, and see what happens. You know, they might get a foul. They might get a throwing opportunity. Carmel might make a mistake. But uh, they've got to connect at least two passes. What I'm noticing is that there's a huge gap in the midfield. Carmel with a deep ball. Gets pushed back by Notre Dame. Yeah, Carmel's four. Their four midfielders will come back to support the three, but the forwards, for the most part, will stay high. And that uh, that basically is the game plan there. They want to try to find those opportunities on the counter. One of the challenges when you play a team like Notre Dame, uh, it, when you dominate possession, if you're a counterattacking team, dominating possession isn't necessarily a good thing because it, it the space compacts um, and it makes it harder to take advantage of those counters, especially when you have a player like Austin Aaron. Notre Dame with a free kick here. Serves it into the box. And... Just wide. Yeah, nice opportunity for Andres Barron. Carmel did not mark him at all. He was wide open, uh, 10 yards in front of the net, and Carmel got very lucky that Notre Dame didn't punish them there. 16 minutes into the second half, 24 minutes remaining. Carmel Corsairs 2, Notre Dame Dons 0, bringing you some uh, ESCC soccer action from Mundelein, Illinois. A beautiful evening here in Mundelein. Perfect soccer weather. Notre Dame with possession of the ball and loses the possession yet again. This is again uh, Carmel's first East Suburban Catholic Conference game of this year, so they're looking to get off their their uh, conference championship hopes on a good start. This is the second conference game for the Notre Dame Dons. They beat Marion Catholic uh, earlier uh, in the season. Carmel with a throw-in. One thing I've noticed, too, is that uh, it doesn't seem like Coach Krawczak's doing as much subbing in this half. Yeah. He's, maybe he's trying to – maybe he's noticing – I shouldn't say the better players, but the players that can work well together. Well, I think some of this, too, is just how many games he has. If you look, a lot of these players are not players who started the match. I think he's trying to give them an opportunity. I think he's trying to rest um, some of his other players uh, – He's showing a lot of faith in these kids, and he's saying, hey, we're up 2-0. We're expecting you to go out and win the game. And earlier in the half, Reed Wilson did get hurt. Maybe he's trying to minimize his players and their injuries. And we do know Chris Gala uh, left the match earlier, and he's been wearing a penny since, so uh, he has not come back into the game. We don't expect him to at this point. It looks like they're resting him, uh, hoping to keep him available for tomorrow's match against Crystal Lake South. Again, that match is here at Carmel, 4.30 on the grass field. And in his place at left back has been Eli Larson for the entirety of the second half. Uh, Travis Curley still manning that center back spot for Carmel. And Brett Clough at the right back spot. Notre Dame thrown at the 21st minute. 
Carmel 2, Notre Dame 0. Notre Dame looking to get back into this match. They need to get a goal pretty soon if they really want to be able to have uh, enough time left to find that second chance. Um, Notre Dame back at the 18, trying to get a service in. And it's knocked out by Travis Curley for a corner Notre Dame. Yeah, Brett Clough was beat on that play. Travis Curley did a nice job coming over and playing some help defense. But uh, as you mentioned, he did give up the corner kick now. So Notre Dame does have an opportunity here. And again, you know, if you're Notre Dame, these are golden opportunities. Set pieces, corners, throws, because they have not been able to generate much in the run of play. And that is a short throw-in by Notre Dame. That was just not the service that you would be looking for if you're trying to come back from a 2-0 lead. He was too far away from the net. You know, when you serve the ball 12 yards away from the net like that, it's, it's very difficult to create any sort of a dangerous opportunity. You really want to serve that right about the edge of the six, right where the keeper can't get to it, uh, but your players can still make a play on net. Speaking from experience, very difficult ball. Yes. Notre Dame's keeper coming out. And it looks like Matt Helen has entered the match for Carmel on the left wing. It's the first time that we've seen him today. And uh, I believe Andrew Campari has just entered the match as well. Looks like he's playing a center midfield position. So, again, Coach Krawczak of Carmel, uh, liberal use of his subs here. Notre Dame with a goal kick and the win on the 40-yard mark. Carmel yet again with possession of the ball and carrying it up the left side. Devin Clough with a give, giveaway. At this point in the match, Coach Krawczak has used 19 different players in this match. That's crazy. Those numbers are... I don't remember ever having a coach sub that much, even in the first half. It's unusual. Um, in 2015... Uh, the girls uh, won a state championship here for Carmel. And yes, they did. That year, we uh, we were using seven subs in a rotation, but we, it was a very short rotation. It was a five-minute rotation in the middle uh, of each half. But um, maybe he's learning from some great coaches. Maybe, uh, but this is this is even beyond that. Michael Alamu carrying up the ball passes it off to. Yeah, Andrew Kegel there. He just couldn't. He could not maintain control of the ball. I think Alamu played the ball just slightly behind him, and uh, Andrew couldn't adjust his run. Nineteen minutes to play here in Mundelein, Illinois. You are listening to the broadcast of the ESCC soccer matchup between the Notre Dame Dons and the Carmel Corsairs. Right now, Carmel maintains a 2-0 advantage in the match. Are you enjoying this all-star Catholic high school soccer game of the week? Did you know that you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. Click on Listen, then Programming. That's WSFICatholicRadio.org. Listen, then Programming. Carmel, again, making seven substitutions here. So really uh, just uh, emptying the bench. Notre Dame with the throw-in. A lot of the starters have uh, come back in here. Nathan Passarelli is back into the match. Devin Cole, Rob Rao. 
Josh Greshik. Looks like maybe Coach Krawczak's going for that third goal. You can never have too many goals. No, I'm sure he would have uh, preferred they picked up that third one and put this one to bed uh, quite a while ago, but uh, Notre Dame has, uh, has stayed competitive here. Notre Dame pushing it out to make it a caramel throw-in. Brett coming up again with the long throw for Carmel at the around the 10-yard mark. And again, this should represent a good opportunity for Carmel. They'll be able to put, uh, at this point, it looks like five runners. Oop, Rob Rouse sneaking up. It looks like six runners into the box here. Long throw in deep in the 18. The keeper comes out. Great. Keeper's got great hands on this team. Yeah, I think other than that one drop that he had uh, <laughs> early in the second half, he, he's actually had a pretty strong game. Maybe he's, he realized he needed to step up to the plate. Yeah, his defense certainly hasn't done him any favors tonight. but um, That's very true as well. He's, he's done well when he's been called upon. I think um, Andres Barron for, for Notre Dame has had a few good moments tonight too in the back, um, especially in the second half. It looks like, the, it looks like their defense kind of woke up a little bit. Win by Notre Dame. In the midfield. 16 minutes to play here as Carmel Corsairs take on the Notre Dame Dons in ESCC soccer action. Carmel maintains a 2-0 advantage. Carmel with possession, carrying it up around the right side of the field by Reed Wilson. A very nice combination with Josh Greshik there. Just overall, just great combination. You can see it. They have that chemistry that is just phenomenal for team play they definitely do i think uh the one thing that that coach krawczak would like to see out of them is a little more consistency uh in finishing their chances because there is no question that carmel has a high technical level all over the field they they have very skilled players they do a nice job combining i think they're just kind of looking for that final pass and then of course the finishes when we saw in the first half carmel had uh six or seven guilt edge chances and they really probably should have picked up a few more goals i agree and that might not come back to harm them tonight, but, you know, when you're playing a team like Bennett or St. Vider, um, you know, you really need to make those count. And Notre Dame throwing for, I don't know, I think it was off of um, a Notre Dame player, but somehow it's Notre Dame's throw. Carmel looking to ride out the last 15 minutes here with their 2-0 advantage. I'm sure they would love to get that third goal and, and put this one to bed and get ready for tomorrow. Notre, uh, sorry, excuse me. Carmel pushing it up the field and knocked out by Notre Dame to give them another throw in on this the right one, side. Yeah, this one's a little farther back, so they're not going to bring up Brett Clough for this one. Great flick by, I'm not sure who that is. It's hard to tell. Uh, I think that was Greshik. I think so, too. And now now Chloe is up to take it, basically in the same spot as the last one. Um, so I'm not sure what changed, but it looks like they're going to throw this one into the box. Great deep throw. Carmel picks it up at the top of the 18, and it's ripped 
Yeah, Krashik left all alone at the top of the box again. There's just no pressure from Notre Dame. I don't know why they don't want to pressure him. Um, you know, they haven't. Carmel hasn't connected on those, but they're going. You know, they're going to, or, or another team's going to. You cannot allow players to have open shots from the top of the box like that. Do you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high schools and their sports programs? Consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in parts of northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Contact us at info at wsfiradio.org or call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. And Josh Greshik just won a free kick there near midfield. They go quick. They've played it over to Nathan Passarelli and looking to combine, uh, switching the field and, and creating a chance here. There was a huge gap by Notre Dame's defense, and Carmel's just dribbling and taking advantage of that space like crazy. Yeah, Josh just dribbled through three players right through the heart of Notre Dame's defense. I'm I'm getting the feeling that Notre Dame might be giving up at this point. There are 12 minutes to play. Carmel is winning 2-0 over Notre Dame in this ESCC soccer matchup. Notre Dame trying to play the ball deep and gets past. Oh, never mind. Excuse me. Just a little too long, and um, and even if he had gotten to it, Nathan Passarelli was doing a great job recovering defensively there. True. Carmel making more subs here. Looks like Eric Johansson has come back into the midfield, and Josh Greshik is stepping off. Uh, Michael Alamu back in at center forward as well. Notre Dame coming up with possession. And is kicked out by Carmel for a Notre Dame throw-in. Notre Dame trying to switch the field. Took a little bit too long in order to switch the field, and Robert Rao gets called for the foul. Yeah, there's not really any need for that because you, you let Notre Dame kick it around a little bit. Um, they haven't really shown the ability to connect those passes even if you don't pressure them. So there's no need to commit that foul. We've got 11 minutes to go. You don't want to let Notre Dame back into the match now. Very true. Notre Dame with a throw in. Not a throw, excuse me. A kick. And it's gone out for a corner for Notre Dame. So once again, Carmel's going to have to defend here. Uh, 11 minutes to play. Carmel maintaining a 2-0 advantage over Notre Dame in this ESCC soccer matchup. The only fear right now is that Carmel doesn't get besides themselves and gets rid of that 2-0 lead. Well, you know, that's the danger of not picking up that third goal. Very true. Service by Notre Dame. Yet again, short, but somehow manages to pull through. Austin Nauer called into action. He has to come off his line there to make a save, and uh, he does, but he gives up another corner, and, and it looks like he got kicked in the process. He's still down. Now, this is the unfortunate part of not putting this game away earlier. This game could easily be 4 5 nothing at this point. He's still struggling. He's up, and he's. it looks like he's going to continue, but you can tell that he's a little sore from that. Let's hope it doesn't take away from his game. 
Notre Dame with a service. And that was probably the best ball they've put in all game. Nick Feeney with a, a nice a nice service into the box there. Notre Dame gets ahead on it, but uh, puts it over the net. Carmel's goalkeeper, Carmel's goalkeeper is still struggling to get back from that kick. Yeah, he's taking his time here. People talk about the difference between being hurt and injured. A lot of people think those are the same thing. They're not. Uh, right now, he's hurt. He's in pain. That's clear. But uh, it does not look like he's injured. He's not coming out of the game. It doesn't look like uh, there's anything, uh, you know, that'll that'll bother him uh, more than, you know, in terms of being uh, a little bit sore. The way he's walking, he might be sore for a long time. Karma with a throw in, trying to play it back. Michael Elamu with a settle, and Robert Raub trying to push it up to Notre Dame's defense. Keeper picks it up and is trying to switch the field for his team, and he does. Notre Dame dribbling up. Yet again, they lose possession of Carmel deep on their side of the field. Michael Elamu playing, teaming up with... Um, Austin Aaron there on the right. It was a nice combination. And we have a foul called on... Eric Johansson. Let's see what Notre Dame does. Eight minutes to play here in East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer action. Carmel Corsairs two, Notre Dame zero. Notre Dame trying to work their way back into the match here. Um, with eight minutes to play, they really need to pick up a goal at this point. Uh, they're really struggling um, to get back into this match. Notre Dame with a throw-in. Throw-in's long. Carmel had two goals uh, very early in the first half in this game. Uh, the first one came in the first five minutes of play. Austin Aaron coming up wide. Oh, it gets past the goalkeeper. Ah, and is wide. That was a very good opportunity. Austin had taken a touch past the goalkeeper. Um, he'd be played it to his left, and uh, he just could not turn his hips around on that left-footed shot. Plays it wide. Very good opportunity for Carmel to put this game to bed. Like you were saying is before, his acceleration is just off the chart, off yeah. the charts, and that's really what could have made the game different right now. Yeah, I coached on the boys' side here for seven years. Uh, the only player that I can remember that had that type of speed is now playing for the Chicago Fire. Um, so he he's, he has some incredible natural ability. If he can clean up that touch, um, there really aren't any, uh, there aren't any limits to how good he could be. And again, th that's coming off of a season where he had 28 goals. So <laughs> can't forget um, about that. Notre Dame with a late opportunity here, a free kick, 40 yards out, and tries to go near post, which is a bit unorthodox. It uh, runs out of play. Six minutes to play here in Mundelein, Illinois. Carmel with a 2-0 advantage over Notre Dame in East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer action. Carmel looking to uh, ride out these last six minutes and pick up their first win of the ESCC uh, conference season. Carmel with the goal kick. Brett Clough taking it. And a win for Notre Dame, but tips it to Carmel possession. Notre Dame pushes it back for a Carmel throw-in. Oops, excuse me. No Carmel throw-in. Carmel still with possession. It gets tricky with all those white and blue and yellow lines out there. 
kind of bunched yeah. together. Notre Dame running out of time uh, and opportunities here to get back into this game. Notre Dame playing the ball fairly quickly, yet nobody was there to pass the ball to. Now they're up on Carmel's defensive side and gets a shot off. Great save by Carmel goalkeeper. Yeah, Austin Nauer made a fantastic play there, and uh, and Travis Curley put away the second opportunity. But but boy, why you know you don't want to give up a chance like that. There's five minutes left. Notre Dame almost got one back, and you know if they get one back, the last five minutes are going to be absolutely unbelievable because they will be pushing with everything they got. They'll throw the kitchen sink forward to try to pick up that equalizer. And I know how Mr. Krozak, or sorry, excuse me, Coach Krozak does stress the five-minute rule. Yeah, uh, that that uh, that really is not something he wanted to see there. We're under five minutes to play now. Uh, Carmel two, Notre Dame zero, in this East Suburban Catholic Conference soccer matchup. Carmel again trying to gain some opportunity here, but Notre Dame pushes them back. And both sides making a substitution here. Looks like Rob Rao is coming out of the match. For Carmel. And it looks like Luke Leslie has entered the match for Carmel. That's the first time that we've seen him tonight. Carmel holding possession, dribbling around the 18. So I believe that means we've seen 20 different players from Carmel tonight. Michael Alamu trying to dribble in, takes a shot. And has bounced off one of the Notre Dame players. Blocked by Andres Barron, who's had a good night tonight. Carmel finishing. And they do. Goal scored. And there it is. That's the third goal for Carmel. We are under four minutes to play. And, um, you know, unless there's a miracle, it looks like Carmel's going to pick up their first conference win of the year here. Uh, again, no marking on the back post there. And... Um, think it was Nathan Passarelli. I'm not sure. Did you see who it was? Um, mm, I think it was Nathan Passarelli. Came up on the left wing there. Ball went right across the face of goal, and and, uh, and it was just a tap in. Three minutes and 50 seconds to play. Carmel three, Notre Dame zero in this Catholic conference matchup. Yeah, again, Notre Dame trying to <laughs> do the far ball. Yeah, we right saw that in the off. first half. Uh, of course, the first half effort was a little bit better than that one. <laughs> it's a thought that counts. Carmel goalkeeper with the punt on the 50-yard mark. Eric Johansson playing the ball in towards Henry Barnes. Doesn't quite get there. There's really not much Notre Dame's going to be able to do at this point. There's there's three minutes and 20 seconds left in the match. Um, they're down three goals. Um, giving up that third goal really was the dagger. Austin Nauer with another save there. He looks like he's moving a little bit better than he was five minutes ago. I agree. You know, maybe the joints kind of loosened up, and maybe he's back in it. The blood flows. The pain goes away. <laughs> Of course, uh, who knows how he'll feel tomorrow morning when he wakes <laughs> That's up. That's the question. <laughs> That's always the worst part about taking a blow like that. Carmel dribbling up. 
and a goalkeeper with great hands yet again. Yeah, he's, he's done a nice job. You know, a lot of times you look at a 3 nothing game and you're not talking about the goalkeeper having a very good game. But in this case, uh, that's not true. Notre Dame's goalkeeper uh, has played fairly, fairly well tonight. Got Notre Dame trying to make a service, but doesn't work. Goal, Carmel goalkeeper scooping it right back up. Two and a half minutes to play here. Carmel three, Notre Dame zero. And again, Carmel looking uh, well on their way to picking up their first uh, first win in East Suburban Catholic Conference a- soccer action. Foul called on Notre Dame. Yeah, it looks like Eric Johansson got pushed in the back there. And Carmel will certainly take their time with this one. Two minutes to play here. Carmel three, Notre Dame zero. Brett Clough taking the kick and somehow manages to still be Carmel's possession. Carmel dribbling up to the 30-yard mark. Last second chances here. And, and it goes out for a Notre Dame goal kick. And Nathan Passarelli couldn't keep that in. Devin Cole had uh, had played the ball in. And again, Coach Krawczak uh, going with a number of substitutes here to close out the last. Uh, we're now at 1 minute and 20 seconds left. Carmel 3, Notre Dame 0. One example of false sense of security How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday, or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life as he invites you to share your hopes and dreams with him. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call Matt at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. And we now have 30 seconds left. Carmel 3, Notre Dame 0. Carmel just looking to run those last few seconds off the clock here. And, like, that's it. Yep, uh, Carmel uh, running to the victory here. And we're under five seconds. And that's the ball game. Carmel with the win, 3-0 over the Notre Dame Dons. Um, first win of the conference in the year for Carmel in East Suburban Catholic Conference action. That brings Carmel's record on the year to 6-3-1. and and Notre Dame falls to 5-3-1. and one. Carmel is playing tomorrow against Crystal Lake South here at Carmel, 4.30 on our grass field. It's part of a very busy week for Carmel, uh, which began last week. They played last Thursday against Grays Lake, Manuka on Saturday, Plainfield North yesterday, uh, Notre Dame tonight, Crystal Lake South on Thursday, and Stevenson on Friday. So um, they have been busy for sure, and they have a lot more coming up. 